Um, they just broke up a gang of burglars. You guys remember that? And this is chapter 16. Alice? Did... That's a lot of numbers. Where? Oh, yeah. One, two, three, four, five. I can't count to that. Number. I bet you can. Try it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, fourteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. You got this. 18. Wait, you're too far. We're at sixteen. Oh, wait, we're at chapter sixteen. Chapter sixteen. One, two, and how many chapters three, did we say there were? Five, six, seven, eight, twenty-four. Nine. Sounds right. Ten, eleven, twelve. Twenty-one. There's twenty-one chapters. Well, so we're getting near the end. Eleven. 12, 11. Wait, how many more pages? Um, well, we're at page 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, there's like 60. 50 pages. So 50 or 60 pages. 60. Uh huh, but five or six chapters. <sighs> 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 6. Jinx. We both yawned at the same time. <laughs> I don't know if that counts. Um, um, Alice? Uh, Alice. <laughs> did not sleep very well that night. Did not sleep very well. <laughs> She had a stomach ache. She had a stomach ache. Do you want to just read? No. How about you just read, Anna? No. <laughs> and she had a stomach ache, ache because she ate too many chocolates. And the caramel and the, the caramel cook. Wobble was giving gave whole bag of candy. Last foot he he found as a road pie. Wow, good reading. Bye <laughs> <laughs> The road pie. <laughs> Robert had offered Emma some too, but she had very sensibly refused it. Candy doesn't agree with ducks. So as soon as she couldn't sleep, no matter how hard she tried, Alice got up before daylight and went out into the woods. Wait, Alice is the duck, right? Yes. Yeah, you have Alice and Emma. Me Alice and Emma. Went out with Alice and Emma. The cool morning air that's made her feel sleepy. That's your new one. That's your new one. This mm -hmm. is your old one. So she thought she would try again, and having found a sheltered spot under a big pine, it's kind of tree, she tucked her head under her wing and dozed off. Pine tree. That's the sound of the duck snoring. I'm the sound effect. Okay. When she woke up, the sun was shining, and the shallows were pouring like smoke out of the chimney Actually, Claire, in search of their breakfast. Noise. Alice? Oh, yeah, if she was here. Alice. Alice called to one of them and asked him about the burglars. They've been here about a month, said the swallow. They go out every night and rob the farmer's houses. And come back and sleep all day. Usually get back around this time every morning, so animals better look out. Oh. I don't think they'll be back this morning, said Alice. Mm. 
Uh, tell me, did they dig up the gold we found when we were here before? No, said the swallow. They haven't touched it. Thank you, said Alice. That was all I wanted to know. Good morning. And she hurried back to tell the others that the treasure was safe. But when she got back to the house, she stopped in amazement at the threshold. It's like at the doorway. Her sister Emma was waddling importantly up and down with a bracelet set with a big blue sapphires around her neck and a beautiful bag all made of little links of pure gold tucked under her wing. The four mice with diamond rings around their necks like collars were playing tag in the corner. They sparkled and glittered like little streaks of fire as they chased one another. Henrietta looked very queenly with a hoop of rubies set on her head like a crown. Do you think they, uh, do you think these are the things that burglars stole? Yeah. yeah. She was bending down and trying to see herself in the little mirror set in the cover of a powder box, which I think a powder box is like a makeup box, which she had snapped open with her claw. But Mrs. Wiggins was the most gorgeous of all. There was a rope of pearls around her big neck and a platinum wristwatch on her left ankle. She had hung an emerald necklace on each horn and they hung down and bobbed and dangled beside her broad, pleasant face like enormous earrings. And she had powdered her wide black nose until it was white as flour, and she looked truly reckless. Alice, after a moment's astonishment, entered into the fun. She found a thin gold chain with a diamond and pearl locket, which she hung around her neck. And she went over to where Henrietta was still admiring herself in the powder box cover, and asked if she might have some powder for her bill. There isn't any left, said Henrietta. I'm sorry, Alice, said Mrs. Wiggins. I'm afraid I used it all up. There's so much of me to powder, you know. I do wish I could see myself. Though I must say, I don't believe I've improved my appearance much. I must look like an overdressed washerwoman. You can't do much with a cow, she added sadly. Do you think you guys, do you think you could make, use makeup and, and jewelry to make a cow look nice? <sighs> yeah, probably not. Then Robert and Jack played a game. Each took six bracelets and Mrs. Wiggins stood perfectly still. And they tried to throw them over her horns. But they weren't very good at it. And after Mrs. Wiggins had been hit on her nose several times, she said she guessed she wouldn't play anymore. And they were knocking all the powder off. Then Henrietta said, What are we going to do with all this jewelry? We'll have to give it back to the people it was stolen from, said Hank. All very fine, said Henrietta. But how do you propose to do that? Hank said he didn't exactly know. So they talked it over for a while and at last hit upon a plan and after breakfast they loaded all the stolen things into the carriage and started out for the nearest farmhouse when they got there there was nobody in sight but jack and robert barked until at last a woman came to the door to see what was the matter she was a large woman and looked quite a lot like mrs wiggins she was wiping soap suds off her hands on her apron because she had been washing her husband's outer shirt Land sakes alive, she exclaimed when she saw the animals all grouped about the carriage. What is this, a circus? She took quite a long time for the dogs to make her understand what they wanted her to do. They ran back and forth between her and the carriage, and at last she followed them. When she saw the heap of money and jewelry, she gave a loud cry and seized the hoop of rubies that Henrietta had worn in her head. Land of love, she cried. Here's the ring that Cousin Eunice gave me last Christmas. The one the burglar stole when they broke into our house a month ago. And here's the emerald necklace I won as a prize at the Pedro Club last summer. And here's Hiram's golden cigarette case. She ran to the corner of the house. Hiram, Hiram, she called. Come here this minute. So pretty soon Hiram, her husband, 
came from where he'd been resting up in the hayloft. And he found $20 besides the cigarette case that the burglars had taken from him. Now, how do you suppose these animals got these things, he said. Do you suppose they found the place where the burglars hid them? I don't know about that, said his wife. But I do know that they brought them here so we could pick out what belongs to us. Such good, clever animals. I'm going to kiss every one of you. Which she did, even the mice, who were scared to death. She looked very funny after she had kissed Mrs. Wiggins because a lot of the powder came off on her face. Now, she said, I'm going to go over to Aunt Etta's with these animals because I saw her gold suit tureen among these things. And she climbed into the phaeton and they started off while Hiram went back to do some more resting in the hayloft. Aunt Etta was an educated woman. Every evening she sat on the porch and read the newspaper until it got so dark she couldn't see. And then she went in and lighted a lamp and finished reading. So when she had taken her soup tureen and the one or two other things the burglars had stolen, she said, I know who these animals are. I saw a piece in the paper about them only last week. They're migrating. They came way up north and went to Florida for the winter. They're very clever animals indeed. I expect they're on their way home now, as it's spring. Well, said her niece, they won't get home until fall at this rate. They'll have to visit about a hundred farms to get all this stuff back to the people it belongs to. Too bad they can't find a quicker way. A lot of things have been advertised for in the paper, said Aunt Etta. How would it be if we put an advertisement in, saying that all the things that are here and the people could come and take and get them? And the animals wouldn't have to traipse all over the country, and they could go on home in a day or two. The niece thought this was a good idea, and the animals looked at one another and nodded. So Robert barked very loud to show they thought it was a good idea, too. And Aunt Etta got up. I'll go in and telephone the newspaper office right away, she said, and I'll have the advertisement put in tonight. And then we'll give these animals something to eat and a place to be comfortable. They must be tired having come such a long way. So they'll put an ad in the paper so people come get their things. When they read the paper, they'll see it. So she telephoned the newspaper office, and then she went out into the barn and got some oats for Hank. And she sewed Alice and Emma's, Alice and Emma where the duck pond was, and she introduced them to her own ducks. And she found two bones for the dogs, and a piece of cheese for the mice, and a saucer of cream for Jinx. And she cooked up some cornmeal mush for Charles and Henrietta, and led Mrs. Wiggins out into the pasture, where she was a very superior, where there was a very superior quality of grass. If she had noticed Mr. and Mrs. Webb, she would have probably tried to catch some flies for them. She was such a kind and generous old lady, and so grateful for the return of her gold soup tureen. And I don't know what a soup tureen is. Maybe a, maybe like a scooper or a bowl. Then when the animals had all been given the things they liked best to eat, she sat down on the porch and told her niece everything she had read in the paper for the last six weeks. 